Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rose here. This week we're talking about the Queen's Jubilee, the footballer Cristiano Ronaldo, Children's Mental Health Week and why truckers in Canada are protesting at the moment. Hi, it's Rose here. Did you know, last Sunday the 6th of February marked the 70th anniversary of the reign of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. That is absolutely incredible. The 70th anniversary is also known as a Platinum Jubilee, and there are lots of events planned across the country this year to mark this incredible achievement. The Queen's reign began when she was 25 years old, following the death of her father, George VI, on 6 February 1952. At the time, the young Princess Elizabeth was on a tour of the Commonwealth with Prince Philip, and reportedly, she was first told about her father's death whilst in a remote part of Kenya. In a letter released this weekend to mark the occasion, Queen Elizabeth said that, 70 years on, the day is one she remembers, as much for the death of my father, King George VI, as for the start of my reign. Following the news of her father's death, the princess flew back to Britain as queen. She was officially crowned in a coronation ceremony at Westminster Abbey the following year, on the 2nd of June of 1953. Prince Charles was three years old and Princess Anne just one when the queen learned of her father's death. Her new duties had to take precedence over her family life, with long overseas tours taking her away for months at a time. In her written message to the nation this week, the Queen, who is now 95 years old, wrote that, I would like to express my thanks to you for all your support. I remain eternally grateful for and humbled by the loyalty and affection that you continue to give me. The Jubilee is the Queen's first without the Duke of Edinburgh, her husband of 73 years, who died last year. The Queen's message also expressed her wish that the public would support her son Prince Charles and his wife Camilla when Charles becomes king and stated that she wished Camilla to be known as Queen Consort when Charles assumes the throne. There had been some uncertainty as to whether Camilla, who was Charles's second wife, would be known as Princess Camilla or Queen Camilla when Charles becomes king. I think 70 years on the throne is a wonderful achievement. All of us at News Kids wish Her Majesty the Queen a very happy Platinum Jubilee. Hi, it's Laurie here. With a story this week about the footballer Cristiano Ronaldo, I bet you have heard of him. He's a huge football legend and this week he has become the first person to reach 400 million followers on Instagram. Ronaldo, who is a striker for the Manchester United, has seen his follower count double in just over two years after he also became the first person to reach 200 million followers in January 2020. He is now way out in front when it comes to followers, with Kylie Jenner in second with over 309 million and football rival Lionel Messi in third with 306 million. It has been estimated that Ronaldo could earn more than £1.7 million from each Instagram post he makes, which is three times his £480,000 weekly wage he earns at Manchester United. On Saturday, a photograph posted by Cristiano to celebrate his 37th birthday received more than 14 million likes. 
Instagram is a social media platform where people can post pictures about themselves or their lives and other people can comment. It was bought by Facebook in 2012 for £700 million and now has 1.3 billion users. I think it's a bit crazy that one person could have 400 million followers. That's more than the whole population of the United States of America and bigger than the combined population of the UK and the UAE. Hello, this is Isa. This week from the 7th to the 13th of February, it is Children's Mental Health Week and this year's theme is Growing Together with the focus on encouraging children to consider how they have grown and how they can help others grow. The mental health charity Place to Be, which runs Children's Mental Health Week, published the following on its website. Challenges and setbacks can help us grow and adopt and trying new things can help us move beyond our comfort zone into a new realm of possibility and potential. However, emotional growth is often a gradual process that happens over time and sometimes we might feel a bit stuck. Children's Mental Health Week is particularly important given the coronavirus pandemic. New research carried out by place to be found that 95% of staff working in UK school have seen increased levels of pupil anxiety since the start of the school year and in a survey of 1,130 school leaders, it was found that 86% of teaching had noticed an increase in low self-esteem among pupils since returning to the classrooms following lockdown. Lots of activities are planned in schools all across the UK throughout the week. Two virtual assemblies are also available to watch for free on the Place to Be website. The Duchess of Cambridge will also be appearing on the CBB show and will be reading The Owl Who Was Afraid of the Dark by Jill Tomlinson to tie in with the theme of Growing Together. It will be available to watch from Sunday the 13th of February. Hello, this is Zara. This week, Canada has been in the news for all of the disruption caused in Ottawa, the Canadian capital, after nearly two weeks of an anti-vaccine mandate protest led by truckers. The truckers have been protesting against a rule that requires them to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to cross the US-Canada border. There has also been lots of anger at COVID restrictions and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government generally. Ottawa has been under a state of emergency after protesters blocked the city centre with trucks and cars. Up to 25% of the vehicles contained children who police said could be at risk during operations. The protests have mostly been peaceful, but there have been nearly 80 criminal investigations opened in relation to the protest, including for alleged hate crime and property damage. As traffic has continued to clog the area, local residents have been quite angry. The truckers insist that they have been protesting peacefully, saying it is important 
for them to come and fight for their freedoms. Demonstrations have also spread to other Canadian cities, including Toronto and Vancouver. And internationally, there have been rallies of support in New Zealand's capital, Wellington, and Canberra in Australia. There have also recently been some easing of restrictions in Canada. The Canadian province of Alberta announced on Tuesday that some of its restrictions, including its vaccine passport, would be lifted from midnight, and the masking requirement for school students will also end from Monday, and children under 12 will be exempt from mask mandates. The Alberta Premier, Jason Kennedy, denied that the move was a response to the tracker protests, saying, We cannot remain at a heightened state of emergency forever. We have to begin to heal. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening. Next week we'll be taking a break for half a ton. We'll be back the week after. See you soon.